A Second Reality, the Monday Morning Memo for January 10th, 2022. Twenty-three years ago, roving reporter Rothbard said to me, You are three different people. One. There is the person you see when you look in the mirror. Two. There's the person other people see when they look at you. Three. And there is the real you, the person no one can see but God. Objective reality exists. I do not dispute it. Rothbart's argument, and mine, is that you and he and I are not equipped to experience it. I live in a perceptual reality, a world that I perceive. You live in a perceptual reality, a world that you perceive. You see your own actions in the forgiving light of your motives, intentions, and regrets. While the you that is seen by others is shaped and shaded by their preferences, prejudices, and perspectives. John Steinbeck speaks of this in his preface to East of Eden. The reader will take from my book what he can bring to it. The dull-witted will get dullness, and the brilliant may find things in my book I didn't know were there. Steinbeck knew that we tend to see what is already within us. On May 1st, 1831, an unspecified writer for the Atlas in London wrote, We cannot see things as they are, for we are compelled by a necessity of nature to see things as we are. We can never get rid of ourselves. Twenty years ago, my friend Carrie Mullis challenged my musings about perceptual reality in front of a room full of people. He said that his belief as a scientist was that real things can be measured, tested, and weighed. Real things exist, he said. If it is not physical, it is imaginary. I said, are emotions and opinions and beliefs real? Carey described scientific method and Cox postulates, which are the four criteria designed to establish a causative relationship between a microbe and a disease, while I dragged a bar stool to the front of the room. Holding up a copy of his book, Dancing Naked in the Mind Field, I said, Carrie, would you be willing to sit on this bar stool and read the dedication page to us? As Carrie read the page he wrote to his wife, Nancy, his voice tightened, and he stopped speaking as tears rolled down his cheeks. I said, Keep reading, Carrie. It's all imaginary, remember? When he could speak again, he admitted I was right, and that a whole world of reality exists beyond the reach of physical science. Carrie Mullis was a highly confident genius who was willing to change his mind. Persons like Carrie Mullis are exactly the people Desmond Ford was talking about when he said, A wise man changes his mind sometimes, but a fool never. To change your mind is the best evidence you have one. Carrie is gone now and I miss him deeply. The world of 2022 needs more people like him, and quickly. Roy H. Williams Many people hear voices when no one is there. Some of them are called mad and are shut up in rooms where they stare at the walls all day. Others are called writers, and they do pretty much the same thing. Meg Chittenden 
Roving reporter Rothbart is being mysterious about his guests this week on Monday Morning Radio. All he'll say is that their names are Peter Dressberg and Jeffrey Davis, and their clients include Apple, Boeing, Toyota, Dell Computers, and Honda. The roving reporter promises this week's guests will be incredibly entertaining and provide actionable advice, regardless of the business you're in. We've lit the fuse. This rocket will rise at mondaymorningradio.com in 10... Nine, eight, seven, six.